0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Tips Over Tipples, the show where Louise and I sit down, have a drink and talk about great places to eat and drink in London. On today's episode we're actually not talking about the place in London at all, we're talking about a great restaurant we ate at in Margate. So Louise, it's that time again, you need to talk to the audience about what we're drinking.
1: So, I mean, today, actually, it's Saturday, it's the afternoon. We're just drinking tea, aren't we? We're we're not going to lie. We're not going to lie to our listeners.
0: Well, I'm actually drinking Lemsip because I'm really ill. (laughs) Come
1: on. You've got a bit of a sore throat, Tom.
0: I feel terrible, Louise, okay? I'm powering <laughs> through. I'm on my last legs.
1: Tom's on his deathbed.
0: I know. But the audience need to know about this trip to Margate, Louise. So <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. And I'm sorry, listener, if it's not quite as crisp an episode as you're used to. But I'm really, really trying here.
1: Yeah. And out of solidarity with you, I'm also having, yeah, just, just a herbal tea.
0: Thank you so much. I feel so supported.
1: <laughs> should we Should we proceed with the episode?
0: Yeah, let's move past our our tease and get on (laughs) to the the real reason we're all here. Okay, Louise, our trip to Margate, our launch at Angela's, it was incredible. And we're going to go into the details about what we ate, what we thought, what we loved. There isn't really anything we didn't love, to be honest. But should we set the scene a little bit, tell the audience about Margate, tell the audience about Angela's, how did they get there, what's the deal, and why did we bother going?
1: Well, to set the scene, why are we going there with our friends? We make this yearly pilgrimage to the seaside for a delicious foodie meal. And this year we we're going to Margate and going to Angela's specifically because we'd heard so much about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. In previous years we've been to places like Whitstable. Mm-hmm. We went to well, we went near Whitstable once as well. We went to the Sportsman, which mm-hmm. was a fantastic meal. Mm-hmm. Look it up everyone, you'll you'll love it. Um, but yeah, this year as you say, you you'd heard about this place Angela's that was getting some Pretty awesome reviews, and we thought it was time to to check it out. Mm -hmm. Andrews was also in the list of the top 100 restaurants in the National Restaurants Awards this year as well. So it has got some eyes on it. I think it's um, pretty popular. It took us a while to get a booking, right?
1: Yeah, folks, we're trying to book uh, for five of us. uh, And it's small restaurants they don't have too many big spots. So I think we did have to book like a few months in advance. And actually, for booking on the weekends, I couldn't find a table for more than four. You can't actually book for a table for more than four. So I had to book that and then email them and say like, you know, is it possible to make it a bigger table? And it was totally fine. But so just FYI listeners, if you're trying to book for the weekend for a bigger table, you might just have to email.
0: I think they do reserve some tables for walk-ins. But if you're traveling from London, I wouldn't recommend risking it because you'll be very disappointed if you if you don't get in because it can be a long journey to get there. So yeah, the train takes a couple of hours, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it is going to be a full day trip. But what we did is we went there, had a lovely lunch, then had a bit of a walk, saw the seaside, did some fun stuff, had some more drinks and nibbles, and then went home in the evening. We'll talk you through all of that. But just, I think you should see this as a day trip from from London. Mm -hmm. I also think it's a great place to go if you actually aren't from London and maybe you're visiting the UK, you're in London, and you want to experience a different kind of, piece of Britain. The seaside is a classic English thing to do, and this is a really good opportunity to to do that. You can go to a British arcade, etc., and you get to have this absolutely fantastic lunch.
1: Yeah, for those of you unfamiliar with Margate, it's got a lot of the classic British seaside things. It's got the arcade, it's got an old amusement park called Dreamland, it's got vintage shops, it's got cool bars and cafes, so it's got quite a lot as like a British seaside town, but a bit more, I'd say, like cool and trendy than maybe some other ones.
0: Yeah, it's up and coming, and mm. I think when we were there, you can tell it's still... It certainly hasn't up and come yet. It's got these really cool places, got some really nice bars and restaurants as well, but you scratch beneath the surface and there's still some pretty, kind of, more rough and ready areas to Margate, isn't there?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But so, Tom, Angela's, what we've all come here for, what is Angela's? What are we going to expect?
0: So Angela's is a seafood restaurant. They just do seafood really well. They don't serve any other meats or anything. I mean, I think some of their dishes, sometimes it's have like clams or chorizo in it or something, but it's all predominantly seafood. It's focused on sustainability. That's a big thing for them. Mm -hmm. I think they've actually got a Michelin green star mm-hmm. which yeah. we looked up especially for this episode we're not gonna <laughs> lie we didn't know what that was before but do you want to tell the audience what that is louise
1: yeah so it's a uh, recognition that they're working sustainably they're working with suppliers uh, and they uh, don't use any meat uh, because of the you know contribution to carbon so they're really it's really sustainable practices
0: yeah and i think Basically, their menu changes daily based on what comes off the boats. Mm-hmm. It's it's ever-changing, so we're going to talk about dishes we love, but it's highly likely that they won't have those same dishes when you go. I think they do have some classic things that they repeat from time to time, and we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit as well. But yeah, I just think whatever you have there, you're going to absolutely love. We've had friends go again, and we've had other friends go, and we just haven't had one bad bit of feedback on it. No. So it's just off the beachfront. It's... A small little place. It's got a huge window. It's quite unassuming, but it is tiny, right? You you go in and there must be about five tables in the main room. There's a little kitchen in the back. You can see them cooking away there. They really don't have very much space at all. So I'm <laughs> astounded kind of the, the flavours and the quality that they deliver given kind of how little space they have. And they do have a, another smaller room round the back as well. And that holds about three tables. I'm glad that we were in the main room. I, the, around the back, I think you'll feel maybe a little bit lonely. You don't quite have the same atmosphere. It's still, it's still very nice. But anyway, yeah, it, it's a small place. But very, very nice, very very light in colour, very, very airy. It's not trying to be overly fancy. It's a very relaxed atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But Louise, enough of the preamble. Food and
1: wine, why are we all here? Well, Tom, it's our yearly trip to the seaside. It's the four girls plus Tom. It was big as a yeah, celebration, so we started on some bubbles. We started on a British sparkling wine from Kent that was really lovely.
0: It was really good, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, we got a bottle of that.
1: Yeah, it was a kind of classic champagne style. It was had those kind of toasty, biscuity notes. Yep,
0: yeah, it was called the Westwell Pelagam Sparkling. And yeah, we really, really enjoyed it. So, we had that and then we ordered our, our dishes. So, they've got a blackboard of kind of what's what's the menu for, for the day. And there were five of us and we all kind of liked the look of the same things on this trip, mm-hmm. didn't we? So, yep. we didn't try a huge array of different dishes. We just actually shared um, a few plates of the same starters between the five of us. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. We got a couple of portions of the smoked prawns.
0: Yeah. And these were interesting. I... As you know, Louise, I'm a big, big prawn fan. And I was a bit wary of kind of what smoked prawns were going to be. I was worried that it would kind of be too much of a smoky flavor and take over the the natural flavor of prawns, which I absolutely mm-hmm. love. But they arrived. There was a load of prawns. And they were they were beautiful. They did have that slightly smoky taste. But you could really s- taste the freshness of those prawns. They were fantastic. And they were served with a nice um, aioli. Mm-hmm. Really nice, deep yellow color. It was obviously very, very fresh. And just a really nice kind of dish to, to pick at. It was it was, a, it was a lovely thing to start.
1: Yep, those were delicious. But I think my favourite of the two entrees was the scallops that we got. We got a few portions between us, which I was really happy about. It came with a sweet corn puree, uh, courgette ribbons and basil. It's quite kind of uh, softer flavours with the Uh, scallops um, but the scallops are really well seared so it was a really like sort of um, soft subtle dish I thought yeah
0: I liked the ribbons of courgette because they gave like a a needed crunch to the dish otherwise it would have felt quite soft as well Mm -hmm. but I thought the flavours were were fantastic what I liked Louise I think it shows a place that that respects its fish and its fish flavours they kept the orange roe Mm -hmm. on the scallop which I always love that's absolutely packed with flavour I think it's absolutely fantastic the main course, how did you feel when we ended up, all five of us, ordering <laughs> the same main course? There was was there must have been kind of five or six op- options on the menu, and we all ordered the same dish.
1: You and I love sharing. We love trying as many things on the menu as we can. So I think part of me was like, you know, dying inside that we couldn't try other things on the menu because we all tried the same thing, but...
0: I, I don't know why. I feel embarrassed about it I don't know I don't know why I just I just think we're getting judged for all all being so similar I don't know why you you would judge someone for being similar as the friends they're with but I know it's so
1: ridiculous but it just it was the one that it was this was the dish that spoke to us all the most and I'm so glad that all of us just got the same thing because it was insane do you want to describe the dish
0: yeah I almost didn't order it because everyone else had ordered it And I would have been so devastated if I hadn't ordered this and you were eating this, because it was insanely delicious. So it was described as hake on lobster baked beans. So I didn't exactly know what it was going to be, and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't expecting to actually have lobster on the plate. I think I hadn't read the full menu properly, and I thought, oh wow, lobster, I love lobster, I'm going to order that. As it transpired, and as Louise explained to me before the dish arrived, it was lobster baked beans. So what we figured out that would probably mean is it was some kind of lobster bisque used to make the baked bean sauce. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's exactly what it was, wasn't it? It was this perfectly cooked bit of hake, lovely crispy skin on top, served on this huge plate of baked beans. But as I say, there were fancy beans in this beautiful buttery lobster bisque with a big dollop of the aioli on the side as well. And it was just such a rich, buttery, deeply lobstery fishy sauce wasn't it
1: yeah it was delicious it was <laughs> so buttery it was really lobstery it yeah it was just really rich but that oh, bit of fish was so beautifully cooked it was so soft the crispy skin was amazing and it was a big
0: bit of fish as well wasn't it it was huge
1: yeah it was yeah it was a decent sized main for sure
0: yeah it was it was hard to finish it it was so so filling and it was just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. I think it's the best single fish dish I've ever had in my life.
1: That's a big call.
0: I've eaten a lot of fish.
1: You have. I think it's up there for me with this dish I had at Petersham Nurseries once that was insane. But yeah, it's, it's definitely one of my top two or maybe tied first.
0: Oh, really? Okay, because mm-hmm. you do go on about that Petersham I Nurseries do, yeah. dish a lot as well. <laughs> but no, incredibly filling. I think... What we also did is they also have sides at Mm. the restaurant. And we just felt that if they're offering sides, it probably means that the mains are going to require sides to be filling. So I think we got a couple of bowls of some potatoes or something, right?
1: Yeah. Well, so between the five of us, we got two portions of potatoes and two portions of some kind of greens. And that was definitely too much food. We probably finished one of the potatoes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they were delicious. But it was just too much food. We, We were so full.
1: It was a lot of food, especially with it being this baked bean... With the fish, like it was quite a hefty uh, meal.
0: And so, those baked beans. I've looked at other menus, other things they've served in the past, and I've looked through their Instagram. I think they do do this kind of baked bean dish quite a lot. They do variations of it. Sometimes they do a crab baked bean. Sometimes they do the lobster baked bean, but with other fish. And our friend has been again and asked them about it, and apparently they do do variations of this quite a lot. So you might mm-hmm. get lucky, but. Even if you, they're not serving it on the day you go, there will be loads of other incredible dishes there.
1: So once the mains came out, we requested a, a wine recommendation. We wanted to move on the white wines. So we opted for an Italian wine. What was it, Tom?
0: It was uh, Verdicchio di Mantelica. I just like the way you said we requested a wine recommendation. <laughs> Wine recommendation, please.
1: <laughs> Stat pronto. Yeah,
0: exactly. No, we treat we treat the staff with more respect than Louise was making out there. <laughs> but yes, they were very nice. And after we politely asked for a wine recommendation, they recommended the show di Mentalica. Uh, we'll put details of it on the blog as well. I think it paired really nicely with, <laughs> uh, with the one dish we were all having.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the wine menu has lots of whites and it has some reds as well, of course. It's almost all the seafood menu, so it's all designed to pa- pair really well with seafood. So, you can't go wrong, really, but it was a really lovely wine to kind of... I ha- think it helped cut through some of the richness of the dish.
0: 100%. And then, I guess, on to puddings. Your, your area of, of particular interest.
1: <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, we tried a couple between us. We...
0: I wasn't up for sharing very much here. I knew what I wanted. <laughs> I'd got my eye on something and I wasn't yeah, willing to share too much.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, should we talk about the posset first? Because it has your absolute favorite dessert ingredient in it, is, doesn't it?
0: Oh, yeah. It had fig leaf, baby. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Seems like a really random ingredient to be your favorite thing in a dessert. But it's just what I look for. I love the flavor of fig leaf. And a fig leaf posset that they had there, it was delightful. It was light, it was airy, it was well-flavoured. It was absolutely everything I was looking for in, in a posset. It was served with some cold custard and rhubarb on top. The rhubarb was really nice. It kind of cut through the, the, the sweetness of the posset and it just all um, kind of came together perfectly with beautiful creamy textures and obviously that wonderful figgy flavor. flavour.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oh, delicious. I also shared some of the posset as well as the almond cake. With the girls, yeah,
0: that almond cake was nice, wasn't it?
1: The almond cake was really nice. I was glad I got some of that. Uh, it was really nutty, really nice. It, it came with a apple and a really lovely caramel sauce.
0: Yeah, and it was actually really moist. I, I, when I think of almond cake, I just feel like it sounds like it's going to be dry, but it was, it was, it was lovely and moist. And that that caramel sauce was really good, wasn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, really lovely. But I would say that. All of this was so delicious, but we were absolutely stuffed by the end of it.
0: So all in all, we had three courses each. We had a bottle of sparkling wine to start with, and we had one bottle of that white wine as well. And so all in all, it came to 78 quid each. And while that's not a small amount of money, it's so, so worth it. I think it's great value for money just on how good and how filling the food is. Mm -hmm. You can easily spend... 70 odd quid in london on a pretty average meal but this this was exceptional
1: mm-hmm. exceptional meal and a really decent amount of food
0: and a lovely girl's day out <laughs> after we left the restaurant louise we all needed a bit of a walk didn't we
1: yeah we really needed to let our food go down we actually did this a couple of months ago so it was nice and warm at the time it was a beautiful sunny day
0: And we're in Margate, we're at the seaside, so we decided that we would go and walk along the front, take in the views, make our way up to the famous Dreamland.
1: Yeah, I'd never actually been before, so it was a real experience. I think if we were less full, we could have been tempted to go on some of the rides.
0: Yeah, so Dreamland's uh, an amusement park. It's not a huge amusement park. I think it's been around for a long time. It's quite well known in the area. It's got a few very small roller coasters and all sorts of, I don't know, things you can do you can fish for rubber ducks and you can punch machines to to get points and that kind of thing but half of it was kind of closed down while we were there
1: yeah so afterwards after dreamland we walked kept walking along the beach and we walked along the harbour arm
0: yeah the margate harbour arm Mm -hmm. as it's known
1: yep so there's a few bars along there one of them was really popping off they were having a massive day party
0: yeah it was insane I think everyone was absolutely off their chops on some <laughs> substance or the other as well. All the, all the other bars were quite nice and calm. And then just the one on the far end was just going absolutely insane.
1: Yeah. So great day for great day for some. <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 exactly. They were having a wonderful yeah. time. So we, we, we stopped off at a little brewery uh, next yeah. door, didn't we?
1: Yeah, we got some nice little cocktail cans there.
0: I, I, yeah, and I think I got a beer. And it was lovely. Nice views and stuff. But have you? I don't know if you've been there before, Louise. I was really struck, unfortunately, by, by the smell. It was low tide. I don't know if kind of the water in Margate is a bit funny, but it, I couldn't actually stay there for too long because the smell was, was pretty awful that day, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I've only been there once before, and it was actually later in the year, so it was more in winter. But yeah, I mean, this... The... Did it
0: smell the, the other time you went as no, well? No, it didn't. okay.
1: But we had didn't really spend as much time along the harbour.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate because there's a restaurant there as well which is called
1: Yeah, Sargasso.
0: Yeah, Sargasso, which for those of you in London who have been to Braun or know Braun, it's a sister restaurant of that. And you and I have loved Braun when we've been. And so Sargasso is meant to be really good as well. It looked like they were serving some some lovely dishes there. But there were people eating outside <laughs> Sargasso, and I just I couldn't do it.
1: Oh, yeah. It's not ideal.
0: I really hope it was just a one-off thing, but it was it, it was unpleasant. And there was a lot of loud music, a lot of pretty rowdy people who, who, as I say, were were more awake than we were. So we decided to leave the Margate Harbour Arm and head back to the other side uh, along the beachfront.
1: Yeah, so after that, we actually left and headed to Dory's, which is the sort of sister restaurant to Angela's.
0: Yeah, so Dory's does cocktails and drinks and small plates doesn't Mm it yeah it's a more relaxed place i think they they do some of the same dishes as well Mm -hmm. because they 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 had the smoked prawns and things on Mm -hmm. on the menu but we just had some cocktails
1: yeah we just had cocktails i think some of us tried these white negronis that were interesting but they were yeah they were punchy
0: they were punchy and if you think a normal negroni is bitter (laughs) These were the bitterest of cocktails ever I mean, I don't like Negroni anyway I don't believe anyone can truly like, like Negronis I think everyone's kidding themselves about them being tasty Because, Louise, we know about nature, right? Poison tastes bitter, right? It's designed to make you not want to eat it or drink it And now we're all drinking these cocktails that are designed to taste like poison I'm not having it, it's horrible Anyway, sorry, another Tom rant
1: Strong strong feelings from Tom
0: Yeah, Negronis can do one um so yeah, we had well, yeah, you guys had those cocktails. I mm-hmm. had a, I had a much nicer drink. And yeah, it was nice there. But I feel I got I got mugged off a little bit because when we go to the seaside, I really like having oysters. So I asked them if they had any oysters on the menu, and they kinda of looked at me and said, No, it's not oyster season. We don't have any oysters. So I, I felt really silly like I don't know oyster schedules. <laughs> but then I think back, we'd just been Angela's, their sister restaurant, earlier, and they were serving oysters. And then, like two weeks later, apparently it was the oyster festival in Whitstable. So I don't know what is going on here, but I felt silly and I didn't get oysters. So I was a bit sad about that. Oh
1: well, yeah, no oysters for you that day.
0: No, it was, it was annoying. But anyway, other, other than the oyster fiasco, we yeah we had a drink there, didn't we? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, had a lovely time. And I think after that, we kind of walked up and down a bit to suss out the different bars. It was really, really busy when we went.
0: Yeah, it was. It was rammed. And because, I mean, it's a gr- great place to sit out on the front because you've got views out to sea and it was approaching kind of sunset time, wasn't it? So, so it was so everyone wanted a seat out the front. Yeah, exactly. We eventually got a table, though, outside, didn't we? At a place called Little Swift.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, we're very fortunate getting a spot there.
0: And you've been there before?
1: yeah i'd been with been with the girls before actually
0: okay yeah without me
1: yeah exactly uh yeah it's a sort of wine shop wine bar they've got a deli, they have big charcuterie boards,
0: yeah and by this point it was probably what seven eight p m and we were we were getting a little bit hungry again, weren't we
1: yeah we we did that classic thing of being so full and we're like oh i couldn't couldn't even think about ever eating again, and then probably three or four hours later we're like yeah. Okay. We're ready.
0: Yeah. Let's let's graze. <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's just graze. Uh, so we did get a big mix of charcuterie and cheese board. And also, the great thing is, because it's a deli, they have extra cheeses there that they're selling. So we got extra cheese to yeah. put onto our platter.
0: Sorry, so I, th- I thought we were lacking slightly on cheese. So I just went into the deli, found a, a block of cheese like the look of, bought that, and then they let us just add that to the charcuterie board, which is which is great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we had we had some we had some cheese and we had a bottle of red wine between us.
1: Uh, we actually had a bottle of red wine and a bottle of orange wine.
0: Okay, we were drinking quite a lot, weren't we? In the <laughs> end, <laughs> sorry, but we're not drinking today, Louise. So we don't have a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, we um, balanced.
0: Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that was that was lovely, right?
1: Mm, yeah, really good options.
0: Um, and it, yeah, because it was because it was kind of a little bit earlier in the year, it wasn't too cold, so we mm. we, we 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 survived. We had our coats on, but it was it was nice to sit outside. And we had mm-hmm. some yeah, had some had some chats, watch the sun go down finished our wine, and then it was pretty much time to to head home, wasn't it? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's great. You just have a big day in Margate, last train's home at about 10 o'clock, and then, yeah, you can have a relaxed train home back to London.
0: So thanks, everyone, for tuning in once again. We hope you enjoyed the episode
1: yep and you can follow us on instagram at tips over tipples we've also got a blog and we've got the show notes with all these details so you don't have to furiously write everything down and subscribe like the podcast rate us it really will help us and it'll help us continue to make this content
0: join us again next week where we're going to be talking about the first restaurant in london to be serving nigerian tapas it's different it's yummy it's in tottenham speak to you then